Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international best-selling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become Mentally Stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, Listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into The Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Our Every Town series, where we go deep into some of the most insane cases you'll ever hear about, is coming back soon every Friday, complete with a cool video component for you guys to check out. So new videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on our channel, and right now, you yourself can vote on what time you'd prefer them to drop. In the mornings, afternoons, or evenings, Eastern Standard Time. Click the link in the description below to cast your vote on our poll on Patreon. Anyone can vote. You don't have to be a Patreon subscriber to get in there. And may the best time win. Scary Mysteries, Twisted News, Sleepover Nightmare, and Famous Rescue's Chilling Turn. Terrifying cases of true crime and strange events. Every week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we'll tackle the horrifying multiple murder case of Loria Bible and Ashley Freeman, as well as the shocking twist and a famous 1982 rescue story. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Loria Bible and Ashley Freeman Teenagers Loria Bible and Ashley Freeman were two inseparable friends whose fates got embroiled in a conflict that didn't concern them in the first place. On December 29, 1999, high school girls Loria and Ashley spent the night together celebrating the latter's 16th birthday at the Freeman's mobile home in Venita, Oklahoma. 
Earlier that day, the two went out together to eat at a local pizza joint. It was a moment of bliss for the youngsters, who had been best friends since kindergarten. At around 5.30 a.m. the next day on December 30th, a neighbor called 911 to report that the Freeman residence was engulfed in flames. Responding officers and firefighters immediately scoured the vicinity to look for survivors. Instead, though, they found the remains of Ashley's mother, Kathy Freeman, and the girls were nowhere to be found. An autopsy determined that the woman had been shot in the head and the investigation concluded that this was an arson case. Police initially surmised that the father, Danny Freeman, had most likely killed his wife and abducted the two youngsters. The following day, Mr. and Mrs. Bible went back to the scene, hoping they could find any clues. There, they were shocked to discover something the detectives had missed. Another body burned beyond recognition. The autopsy was run to identify it as Danny's, and like his wife, he too had been shot to death at close range. The bodies of the teens were still nowhere to be found, though. However, they stumbled upon Loria's purse with her driver's license and $200 inside, and police believed that they might have been abducted. Authorities couldn't point out a single suspect in the crime. As such, no significant developments occurred in the case for at least three months. But then came the theory that the incident could be the result of an outstanding feud between the Freemans and the Craig County Sheriff's Department themselves. Apparently, the office was tied in a ruckus involving Freeman's son Shane who got shot and killed by one of its deputies following a vehicle theft. Although the court ruled the shooting as justifiable, the father threatened to file a wrongful death lawsuit against the department. To clear their name, the deputy's office chose to remove themselves from the investigation entirely, and they turned it over to the OSBI, the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, which immediately conducted polygraph tests on the suspected officers. The result ultimately ruled out the department from the fiasco. In December of 2017, now almost 20 years since the matter went cold, a new set of investigators discovered some details which they believed were overlooked during the original investigation. These new developments led to the arrest of a man named Ronnie Busick, on April 23, 2018. This man was nabbed and charged with the murders of Loria, Ashley, Danny, and Kathy, two of his cohorts, Warren Welsh and David Pennington, were also identified as suspects. However, the two had died long before they could be arrested. The accused, though, now 68 years old, revealed that on December 29, 1999, He, Welsh, and Pennington went to the Freeman farm to confront Mr. Freeman over a drug debt. Busick and Welch went inside the trailer home to talk to the man of the house, but things escalated rather quickly with everyone reaching for their guns. Welch, according to the accused, shot Freeman with a .357 Magnum revolver. The shooter then rushed to the bathroom to shoot the man's wife. 
At this point, Pennington, who was waiting inside their car, went over to the place to join his companions ransacking the house, stealing valuables and setting it on fire. Around this time, the two girls were already outside hiding, and when they saw the house set ablaze, the youngsters started to run, and this was when they got spotted. Pennington and Welsh ran after the two and corralled them as they tried to escape. They then snatched the two youngsters and held them inside the cab of their runaway vehicle. They were tied up and had socks in their mouth, Bussick said in an interview. He went on to say that Welsh drugged Loria and Ashley and then beat them up. In a sworn affidavit, the man claimed that he, along with the others, had raped and tortured the victims before ultimately killing them. They then disposed of their bodies in a mine shaft located in Pitcher, Oklahoma. Authorities quickly followed on this information, but found no trace of the bodies. After a long trial, Busick pleaded guilty on July 15, 2020, for being an accessory to the murder of Mr. and Mrs. Freeman, the torching of their home, and the abduction and suspected slayings of the best friends. He received a 15-year prison sentence and is currently serving his time at the Oklahoma Department of Corrections. As of today, no one knows the whereabouts of Loria Bible and Ashley Freeman. The authorities themselves are officially inconclusive if the girls are still alive or not, but say that most likely they were murdered. Number 2 horrifying twist of the 1982 Guinella Pass Rescue. In January of 1982, Harold Bray, the sheriff of Jefferson County in Colorado, was on board a flight bound for California. As his United Airlines flight passed over the 10,000-foot Guinella Pass, he noticed flashes of light. The lights flashed in patterns, three short, three long, then three short again. Without a doubt, it was an SOS, a call for help. The local deputy then quickly alerted the flight captain, who in turn reported to the authorities on the ground. It was a rescue operation like no other. Rescuers had to scale the 10,000-foot mountain pass in sub-zero temperatures. What they found down there was a man named Alan Lee Phillips, who was then 30 years old. He was stuck in a snowdrift, and his tale of survival and rescue eventually made national headlines. However, almost 40 years since the great rescue was made, a new shocking truth has come out. It appears that Phillips, a native of Colorado, wasn't exactly the man whom authorities had once thought to be an innocent motorist who just got stuck in some bad weather. Dave Montoya, the fire chief in Clear Creek County in 1982, still remembers that cold day of January 6th. He was among the first to respond to the call, and he went as soon as he could, braving the deep snow. When he arrived, he saw Phillips in his pickup truck, Oh God, I'm saved, the distraught driver allegedly said to Montoya as he approached him. In an interview, the former fire officer recalled that he was baffled of the man's situation. 
He asked him how he ended up in that place. Phillips answered that he got drunk and decided to drive back home. Still though, Montoya couldn't wrap his head around the fact that the man had to come up over the pass when there was a much safer route down below. He said, well, it seemed like a good idea. Phillips apparently answered to Montoya. The bewilderment, though, didn't stop there. The rescuer also noticed a sizable bruise on the side of the stranger's face. The latter reason that he had slammed his head against a corner of his truck. Having no reason to doubt the man, Montoya proceeded to do what was needed to be done. Little did he know that a few hours before the rescue, 22-year-old Annette Schnee and 29-year-old Barbara Oberholzer went missing from Breckenridge, a small town in Summit County, Colorado. Police believed that the two had hitchhiked from work, but at separate times and on different routes. Oberholzer's body was found not far from Guanella Pass the next day on January 7th. Six months later, Schnee's corpse turned up in an area nearby, and both women had been shot to death. At first, the murders were treated as two separate cases. However, Charlie McCormick, a retired homicide detective, decided to tackle the matter. The biggest break came in 2021 thanks to genetic genealogy. All evidence of the murders linked back to Phillips. Following this staggering discovery, the police announced that on March 3, 2021, they approached Phillips, whose latest home address was in Dumont, Colorado, where they arrested the man who is now 70 years old and a father of three. He is now currently detained and awaiting preliminary hearings that will start in September. So there were two of the most horrifying and shocking stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted News is sure to show you why. If you guys like this video, then remember to subscribe to our channel and click on the playlist in the lower right corner to see some other crazy unsolved stories. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon.